0: I'm the compliance evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to week four of one month to operationalizing your compliance program. This month, I'm proud to have as my sponsor, Oversight Systems. Some of the key points for Oversight's FCPA automatic transit action monitoring solution are that it provides a clear advantage to be able to monitor all of your transactions over an extended time horizon versus one transaction at a time, multiple sample-based approach. This longitudinal style analysis derives insights across employee expenses, expense reports, attendees, purchase orders, and merchants that can be difficult to uh, see with traditional audits. Oversight's library of FCPA analytics takes a risk-based approach to identify anomalies that may suggest compliance or FCPA concerns. Actions taken to review and resolve potential FCPA risk using built-in workflow are automatically documented and logged by the systems. This provides a document, document, document or defensible audit trail that demonstrates to internal or external stakeholders that there is a proactive monitoring of business transactions and the corrective action that was taken on those potential risks. The automation that oversight provides around data acquisition, data analysis and tracking and the communication steps to resolve issues significantly lower the cost of compliance. Clients often see a reduction of 50% or more in effort when they are using the oversight tool versus their previous approaches. Oversight can op- operationalize your compliance efforts to monitor your travel entertainment and procure-to-pay at a price point which is affordable in a time frame that's achievable. Finally, while there's no guarantee that you'll be able to prevent bad actors from circumventing controls, with Insights on Demand, the oversight tool, you'll have a best practice approach to identifying possible FCPA violations in travel entertaining, entertainment, and procure-to-pay. In this final week of one month to operationalizing your compliance program, I'm going to look at tone in an organization, at the top, in the middle, and at the bottom, I'm going to look at operationalizing your compliance program through compensation incentives, and finally, I'm going to end with information on operationalizing your compliance program by putting it at the center of your corporate strategy. I hope you've enjoyed this one month to operationalizing your compliance program, and I hope you will join me next month where I take up one month to better third-party management. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening. Day 21, operationalizing compliance at the bottom. Even with a great tone at the top and in the middle, you cannot stop there. One of the greatest challenges of a compliance practitioner is how to affect tone at the bottom or operationalizing your compliance program through the bottom level of employees, as they are an often overlooked critical source of differentiation of a company's belief. You've got to find a way to tap in to that belief system and impact that or operationalize that. So here's a seven-step process to do so. One, assemble a group of employees who are familiar with the challenges of doing business in a compliant manner in certain geographic regions. Include both long-term employees and those who are relatively new to the organization. If you have any employees who've worked for competitors or other organizations in your industry, you should include them as well. Two, ask questions. You should, use, you should ask the members of this group questions to articulate their basic assumptions about the operationalization of your compliance, about your management model and the overall business model and the future of the industry in question. You can do this individualized or as a group, but the key here is to ask questions about doing business under your business model in your industry in the geographic region. Next step number three, categorize the responses. Now comes the work by the compliance practitioner or the compliance team. These assumptions will usually fall into two groups. The first assumption is that everyone agrees upon the common beliefs. The second, are those assumptions that only a few participants will identify, in other words, the uncommon beliefs. Number four. Develop tests for common beliefs. For those beliefs that you have labeled common, you should consider how are you going? To, how do you know these to be true? Simply because the group may believe that a company operates in a common industry, or that we do it because it's always done this way. Is not necessarily a hard fact. Consider what test you should perform to verify the common belief you desire to test. You need to see if the common nonsense beliefs that everyone holds are not actually hard laws of nature. Five, you also have to develop common tests for the uncommon beliefs. You need to consider why some people think that the beliefs are different. What is the information or experience that they will draw upon? How can you use these uncommon beliefs to further the message of doing business in compliance and operationalizing your compliance program going forward? Six, reassemble the original group. Here you should reassemble the original group and have them consider the compliance beliefs that were articulated by them individually and in the context of your compliance business, rather your compliance model and how you and your Both your company and your industry do business in compliance. Have a discussion that attempts to identify any assumptions or beliefs that are quite possibly wrong, but are worth experimenting with anyway. Something along the lines of, well, we've always done it this way, or people in country X are corrupt, or they fund their salary through extortion from us, whatever they may be. And finally, you need a list of experiments to perform. The outcome of these first six steps will be a list of experiments, tests to conduct to determine the validity of of common beliefs and uncommon beliefs. These tests can be accomplished in the regular course of business through a special project with a special team and a separate budget. You should agree on the testing process and review your testing assumptions throughout the process. The process should take time, and you should not set yourself a tight time frame. By engaging employees at this level, You can not only find out what they think about the company's compliance program, but use their collective experience to help design a better and more effective compliance program and indeed operationalize compliance into the business. Take my example of the common belief that all people in a certain country expect to be bribed or they're supplementing their salary by extorting from you. Take that belief, work with that belief to show that that belief is not actually correct, and that there are uh, there's no not evidence that the employees who work for any state-owned enterprises or government employees in that country are really more criminal or less ethical than you are. Employees want to do business in an ethical manner, and they want to do business in the right way, given the chance to engage in business the right way, as opposed to cheating. You really can win the hearts and minds of your employees most of the time. By using the seven-step protocol, you not only find out the effect of your compliance program, but how it will affect employees as well. And if that's not one of the best definitions of operationalization, uh, it's really, uh, I can't find one much better. So by engaging at this level of employees, the boots on the ground, the ones who are dealing with the uh, geographic regions, the products, the customers on a day-to-day basis. You really have the opportunity to model the message of compliance and indeed operationalize your compliance program. Mike Volkoff has said that even when a company does all the right things at the senior management level, the real issue is whether or not a culture has embedded itself in middle and lower management. A company's culture is reflected in its values and beliefs that exist throughout the company. To fully operationalize your compliance program, you must find a way to articulate and drive the message of ethical values and operationalizing your compliance through doing business uh, in along s- such anti-corruption laws as the FCPA uh, down throughout your organization. So there many different ways uh, that we've talked about throughout this uh, podcast series on operationalizing compliance. Obviously, those would apply uh, organizational justice, communication, listening, incentives, all of those. But here today, we've talked about a specific technique and style that you can utilize to operationalize your compliance program at the bottom. It's really working with the boots on the ground people to understand what their concerns are, what their beliefs are, and what uh, they think is actually going on on the ground in the countries they're working. If it turns out that they believe that they're being extorted and forced to pay bribes, that's good information, but you're gonna to need to counteract that. This gives you a way to document that you have done so. So what are the three key takeaways for today? Well, the first one is I would, I would ask you directly, How is your compliance embedded in the bottom of your organization? What evidence do you have that you've operationalized compliance down to the bottom level? Two, use of social media can help set the tone at the bottom. Think of social media as a much broader platform for you to communicate. And if you consider that, it will give you a way to both communicate up and down your organization. And number three, A company's culture is reflected in the values and beliefs throughout the organization. Make certain you assess it and use that information going forward. This is Tom Fox. I hope you have enjoyed listening to Day 21 of one month to operationalizing your compliance program, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow for Day 22. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to thank you very much for listening to today's episode of How to Operationalize Your Compliance Program. If you have any questions you can reach out to me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. If you've listened to this podcast via iTunes, I would greatly appreciate it if you would rate us. It would help in our rankings and help get the word out about how to learn about operationalizing your compliance program in one month. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow.